Okay, we are live. Let's see if we can get any people on. Maybe, maybe, we'll see. Anyway, uh, so before when people start getting on, then we'll then we'll start uh, really getting into it. Hopefully, people will start logging on in a second here. Um, but man, let us. Uh, oh wait, I got to do our little intro thing. My bad. Hold on, hold on. I am so sorry. I am not ready, not prepared. Um, let's put that on, and then let's get this intro video on here. Okay. Ew. Here we go. Okay, now we're good to go. So now we're officially started. Um, okay, welcome. quick question. Is there, yeah. a, is there a link on Twitter? Because Poston's uh, tweeted asking, is there a link? There's no link. It just automatically is on Twitter. It's a live feed from Twitter. Okay. I, 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 I just see that. There, it is okay. live on Twitter. I don't know what else to say. It should just pop right up. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm going to look at our... If, they, if people go to our Twitter feed, they can... I literally just pulled up the Twitter feed and they can literally see us talking right here. Oh, yep, I see it. It's, yeah. Uh, it's pretty pretty obvious as day. There are three people on. Hey, ladies. Hey, Rick. How's it going, Rick? I haven't seen you in a while. Were you at the game on uh, Tuesday or last night? Uh, okay, I tweeted him back that it is right under the pinned tweet. It's right there. Can't miss it. Can't miss our faces. Oh, hey, Rick. Okay, hold on. I hear my dog barking, so I'll be right back. Oh, for God's sakes. All right, then we'll wait for a second. Um, animals, it's like a damn zoo over there. Anyway, hope everybody is having a good night, a good Wednesday. We wanted to go live and make sure that we start talking about Lumberjack basketball because we're back, baby. We are back in a big way. There we go. Let's get wacky. All right. Nice tank top. Nice tank top. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so. No, we, since we just had our first, even though it wasn't, obviously it wasn't a whack conference game, but our first game. Yeah, conference team. So correct. We are Absolutely. wacky. Yeah. Oh, Rick had to work. Oh, boo. Well, Rick, it's okay because guess what? There are two more games this week that you can attend, which is One nice. Games this week. Yeah, we have plenty of games to attend, which is nice. Um, but anyway, so there is a lot to unpack. Obviously, we are excited for Lumberjack basketball to be back in William R. Johnson Coliseum and and be back 100. percent Carrie. Carrie's on. <laughs> hey, K Dub. We love K Dub. We stand K Dub. We do. <laughs> oh my God. I love you guys. It's so funny. I love it. Um, but we are so excited to be back. Full force, 100% capacity in William R. Johnson. No COVID restrictions. Um, you know, we're. We are ready. We are we are ready for things to get buck wild again back in hi in in William Hart Johnson Coliseum. So um so to start off, obviously it was the home opener, right, Jacqueline? Home opener, season opener. Um, not often have our home openers and our season openers like aligned. So um, I don't think it was last year, but we are 
ready to go, ready to talk lumberjack basketball. We are ready. And I will say it it still just seems so like after the last two seasons, mm-hmm. it's so weird to finally be back and be 100% that the day before the game, you know, Alex and I were te- texting and I was like, I mean, I hope the guys are more mentally prepared than I am because just wasn't ready. I don't know I what. Just I don't even feel like it's time yet. Like I, I'm so happy that it is, but at the same time, I'm like, are we here yet? Is it real? Is it really going to happen? Cause I've just the last few seasons. I've, I feel like all of us have kind of just had to be like, yeah. Up? Cause First, we didn't have a postseason because of COVID. Then last season was all just wonky. Just hope, hoping each game worked out and that everybody tested well. So. Yeah, it was just a crapshoot, honestly. But yeah, so we're just excited to have everything back pretty much to normal in the sports world. Um, knock on wood. But um, yeah, so we we had a really crazy day yesterday. Like we were both busy. Jacqueline was coming in early. She had meetings. I had meetings. And like we just we were texting each other and just were like, we are not mentally prepared for this game. Like we're ready. We're excited. But at the same time, there's just so much going on in our personal lives. And we're so busy that it's just like it just kind of snuck up on us and bit us in the butt. But we're so ready now. We're excited. We're ready to be back. And so um before we start talking about the actual game, we want to talk about that new performance facility because holy guacamole. So, so nice. So, uh, I, thinking, so I don't know. Uh, we went, Well, first of all, let's talk about we went to Meet the Jacks and we got to see it. So normally, yeah. any of you go to Meet the Jacks, it's, um, it's put on by the Rotary and they normally have it at First United Methodist Church in the gym. It's just a kind of casual fish fry event type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this year we got to have it in the new performance facility. Um, it was a little more business cash, a little more upscale. Uh, we had a guest speaker. We did. Uh, so that was super exciting. Um, we had a player who many of y'all know, super, super reputable, big, you know, SFA women's basketball coach from back in the day who now coaches at A&M and is mm-hmm. championship with A&M. Um, so he has that tied SFA. Then of course, uh, Keller knew him from when he was at A&M. So apparently Keller called him up and asked him, would you come speak? And he said, yeah, let me check my schedule in the next morning text. And was like, yeah, I'll be there. Put me down. Yeah. Uh, so it was really nice that he came, but man, the, um, if y'all haven't seen the pictures, the few pictures that we posted of the facility, it is and those pictures do not even do it justice. You literally, you really have to go and see it in person. Not even kidding you. Yeah. I mean, just the sheer size of it, A, uh, you know, it looks big, obviously, when you see it when you're driving by and you're just like, oh, you know, I literally saw it from a big old swimming pool in the ground to now. Because, you know, it's right down the street from obviously where I live in my house. It's two seconds away, past it every day on going to work, coming home from work. So I saw every single stage of the inception of the entire building. Um, and so it's just it's just wild actually walking inside of it and seeing it. And just it is so pretty. I mean, so pretty. They're it, still finishing it up. They're still working on it. But it is it is very pretty. It's yeah, it's like Alex said, it's it's huge. Um, yeah, massive, so nice. massive. I feel like it's set up very well. Like every possible amenity that I feel like they need is in there. Um, and just the attention to the small details are so neat and so like customized 
to the base staff. Like when you walk in the, in the little entryway, they have, you know, like pieces of looks like, um, what do they call them? Cookies, but like of a, a tree. Yeah. It's like the, it's like a slice of a tree, the tree yeah. trunk, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's like a vertical slice. Right. Or a horizontal like, slice of the tree trunk. Right. Like hanging from the ceiling vertically. So that looked really cool. Then there's several walls where they just have like axe handles all down the wall. So just all these little details that are just so neat. Um, yeah. I think some part of it, I guess, is not completely done because they didn't run out of that tunnel yesterday. Um, so I don't know if they actually use the new locker room. Yeah, I think, I mean, when we were walking around, it looked like the locker room was still like being put together and like all of the bits and pieces and all the little doodads yeah. and knots and knobs and things were all still being put together. So I, I feel like maybe within the next week or two, hopefully, fingers crossed, they will. I know that they're, they were still working on the, the court, the practice court. So again, hopefully within, you know, at least by next month, Fingers crossed after Thanksgiving, I think maybe Ryan, I thought I heard Ryan say at Thanksgiving, they would have the court done. So maybe that's when they'll start using that facility. So um, love it. Again, when you come up for a game, you have to, if it's open, go in, take a look, look around, walk around. Oh, for God's sake, Scotty. Here we are. Such an attention whore, Scott T. Pippen. He literally came inside like 10 minutes before we started this because I went out and had to get him out of the rain. And now he wants to be... Right in the middle of everything. What an attention whore. Jesus, God. Anyway, okay. <laughs> All right, so let's let's actually go into the game. Let, let's let's start talking about it because there's a lot to unpack. We have a lot to talk about um, in right, regards so to the game. We don't have much background uh, history on us in LSU Alexandria because last year's first time we played them. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Only matchup was December 6th of last year, and we beat them 97 to 79. Yeah. So last year we beat them by 18. Um, general notes going into this game. So uh, our starters, as we knew, the first four, Gabe and David, Rotti and Calvin. Yeah. Um, surprise starter. Surprise that our fifth starter was Jalen. Yeah. Um, not what either one of us predicted. Uh, however, I guess I'm not really – Super surprised because um, in, in our talking with uh, our, our former assistant coach, Wade Mason, last season, I mean, at the beginning of the season, he was just singing Jalen's praises and saying, you know, he's just blowing everyone out of the water in practice. Like, you wouldn't believe the things this kid can do. And then he got injured. Um, so, you know, I guess we weren't necessarily sleeping on him. We knew he was going to be promising. But yeah. after being out a whole season, I just wasn't wasn't necessarily sure that he would be gunning for the, the fifth starting position, you know, well, I just, I wasn't quite sure. Cause we had never seen him play. So yeah. obviously we know, we know he's good. We knew he was good coming in. We just weren't sure if he was going to be ready or up ready to that much. level yet to be a starter. But again, it was the first game. It's totally plausible that um, he may not be go the starter going forward and he may be a starter going forward. Who knows? It may have just been, you know, it was the first game against LSU Alexandria. So let's throw Jalen in and see how it goes. Um, who knows? You know, I think we were talking about, we were really thinking it'd be like Jonathan or, you know, if Nigel didn't have his hand in a cast or yeah. sling or a little brace, it may have been Nigel. Um, we weren't hundred percent sure where they were going to go with that. So, um, interesting starting five. It was uh, 
I was excited to see Jalen suited up. We had been waiting and hearing about his his skills all off season or all all last season when he was out. So it was really kind of fun to see him actually play finally. Um, Got to say, pretty impressed, especially with his defense coming out of the gate. Um, he was really, 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 really pressing hard, and I was yeah. he, he was energized. He was ready to go. So um, that was really cool. Um, so we did win uh, 82-73. Let's just say it was a closer game uh, than we're used to from them. And mm-hmm. kind of a hard-fought win. It wasn't – I wasn't expecting it to be that that close. <laughs> well, it wasn't either. I mean, we did we did lead the whole time. Um, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah. But sometimes we're only leading by, like, three points. Right. Right. I was like, okay, are they going to come up the next possession and – be ahead of us like I don't exactly. know exactly exactly I was really 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 getting concerned there for a while for majority of the game to be fair um because there was never really like a comfortable lead moment where I sat back and was like all right we're good like meh. I could sit back kind of be like a passing you know kind of like a passive fan at the moment you know obviously I'm still gonna cheer yay 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 but it was kind of like for a while there, you know, and it really made me keep chugging my purple light drinks, which, by the way, don't forget, everyone, you can get purple lights in the stadium. We'll talk about that, you know, more. And again, I just reminded me going across our little ticker there at the bottom, drink Fredonia beer. Uh, Fredonia is a unofficial official sponsor of our podcast because they pay our bills. And I am drinking whiskey and Sprite out of my Fredonia cup tonight. Because I'm all out of Fredonia beer. I need to buy more. All, all I'm drinking is water, but hold on. I'm going to put it in a Fredonia glass as well. There you go. For the brand, Jacqueline. For the brand. They pay our bills. Um. Anyway, so. Here's my purple one. Oh, you got your purple one. Yeah, girl. That's what I like to see. Cute. Love. Love, love, love. So, like I said, we won 82-73. Wish it was a, as big as a of a, of a win as we had in the previous years by 20. Um, but it is what it is. Attendance. I'm not going to lie. Attendance was decent, but it always can be better. Um, it was the first game. It was on a Tuesday. I know we're not used to having games on Tuesdays, so this may take some getting used to by both the community and the students. I don't know what the heck else is going on on a Tuesday. Nothing. I think that's the only one we had on a Tuesday though. Most of the rest of them are Thursday, Saturday. Okay, good. I, that's what I thought, but I was just like, uh, that was, it was kind of like a random Tuesday game, but, but still. Typical. I'm going to go back to my, my previous statement. What the heck else were y'all doing on a Tuesday night? We, it looks like we have one other, wait, no, we have a, okay, we have a few other ones on a Tuesday. Let me lie. Never mind. All right. We don't fact check here. It's fine. Um, so <laughs> my official, yeah, official attendance was 1442, so not horrible, not great, can do better. That's about normal for a normal night in William R. Johnson. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you see the videos that, you know, GCU is popping out, when you see the videos that like all these other schools in the WAC are popping out and their fans are are literally like in droves. And yes, I know GCU has more students than us by a long shot, but a lot of those students are online students. Again, yeah. what are we doing? It's It was a Tuesday night. That place better be popping on Thursday because okay. the game is going to be over by 830. 
nine o'clock, plenty of time to go drink. I don't understand. So just since I did fact check, we have three more games on Tuesdays, but none of them are conference. And it looks like the majority of them are like either during a break or when semester's not in session. So it won't be like a normal thing. So, okay. All right. That's at least anyways, but okay. all right. Still kind of odd. Yeah, we normally it is odd. It is odd, but it's all right. Um, so announcers stated that we were that we returned 69.5% of scoring from last season and 62.3% of rebounding. Uh, Jacqueline made that note. She could probably tell you a little bit more than that because she actually rewatched the game today um, and she heard the uh, announcing harsh portion of it. We don't hear any of this stuff because we're watching live. So, um, yeah. Yeah, what was that in reference to specifically? Yeah, yeah. I just think that was an interesting note. They were saying that's that's mm-hmm. the percentage of like the players that we returned this season were six mm-hmm. like we returned sixty nine point five percent of the the players who attributed to scoring and sixty mm-hmm. of rebounding. So gotcha. that's I mean that's pretty good. A little over half that we returned. Gotcha. So gotcha. Um, yeah, Carrie. Carrie's not wrong. She said both teams brought it last night. I will say, yeah, on offense, we were bringing it. On offense, they were bringing it. We needed. And another thing they said, the announcer said when I was listening to it back today, apparently um, LSU Alexandria, that we were their fourth game of the season, I think. And they are, hold on, let me not lie. I think we were the fourth game of the season and they are were 0-3 coming in. So, like, they were ready to get a win. They were definitely ready to get a win. Let me. Okay, up. yeah, because I was gonna say they weren't playing games last night. It looked like they had their sheesh together. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like maybe maybe they've had more exhibition games leading up to that game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they they had played four games already. Okay, I was right. They had lost. Oh. Four. They were zero and four. Interesting. Interesting. Southeastern Baptist College. They mm-hmm. lost to North American University twice. Mm-hmm. And then lost to ETBU. Mm. So they were they were ready. They were to- ready. And bless their hearts, they were not backing down. They weren't. They really weren't. Um, but we'll talk more about that in a second. Let me quickly, as you know, it was just wild having to change over our Southland, um, our Southland standings over to WAC standings, but I did it today and it was it was almost like a turning of the page, if you will. And so uh, let me kind of quickly go through all the teams that won last night and all the teams that have lost and then the teams that are obviously haven't played a game yet. So uh, California Baptist, Chicago State, Grand Canyon, Lamar, New Mexico State, us, UT Rio Grande um, have all won. And then Sam Houston, Seattle, you haven't played yet. I believe they're playing tonight, potentially either tonight or tomorrow. Um, and then Abilene Christian, Dixie State, Tarleton, and Utah all lost their first game. So um, that's the, what the standings are currently in the WAC. Obviously, after one game, it's not going to be super crazy. Um, but, you know, eh, you know, good to know. Good to know. Oh, Jose. Okay. <laughs> what up, homie? Solo. We're just glad that you're here and you have a phone to log in and watch us. I'm just glad that you're actually paying attention to our podcast. Can't wait to We're coming to Chicago. Don't worry. We're coming and we're bringing Gary with us. So here's the thing, though. We're not we're not going to make I mean, we can make a Chicago trip at any time, but we won't be making a trip to watch Chicago University because the only time that we're this is the only season they're going to be in the WAC. And the only time that we're playing them there 
is literally two days before Jose gets married in New Orleans. So yeah, so that's gonna not gonna that's not gonna work. So you won't be hosting us for an SFA game, but you can host us at any random date because we still yeah. need to, we still need to do a Blackhawks game. We still need to do a Blackhawks game for sure. Yeah, we gotta love that hockey. Yeah, um, and that is right. Jose is getting married. I don't even know if I'm invited. Who knows? I keep, I keep, I keep making fun of him for that. But yeah. Um, so Dustin Hell, yes, the Rev, sixty nine point five. Yeah, I mean, nice. You're right. It is nice. It was nice. Absolutely. Reassuring stat. That's why I was like, well, that's nice to know. It uh, is. It is. But speaking of stats, Jacqueline, take her away. Sean Kennedy's stat section. All right. Sean. Cheers. My water. Oh, I didn't even get it in the screen. It's all right. It's fine. Um, It'll do. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to dive right in. So some were better than others, but, you know, it's the first game. It's so. the first game. It's the first game. It's all right. But um, our field goal percentage, 51.6, which is meh. Um, our three-point percentage, 40%, which is pretty decent. For yeah. percentage, yeah. Um, our free throws were fifty five point six. Womp womp womp. Not super great. Yeah, we weren't really hitting those free throws at all. It felt like we were just literally lobbing, banking them off every single yeah. time. So only four people made. Only four players made it to the line um, last night. I will say, Gavin was six of seven on free throws, which is shocking, but promising. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, Ralty was two of four. Calvin was one of four. Jalen was one of three. So yeah, yeah, not terrible, but yeah, we need we need to be more like in the seventy percent. I was gonna say because I feel like average. Usually we were in the seventies. I feel like that's kind of like where we hunker down. That's our home is seventy percent from the free throw line. I'd prefer that. Yeah, I would love above that, but there we are. Oh, of course, always above that on all the stats, but. So we did not disappoint on points in the paint with 48, but those tips. I have a, I have a counter note to that for later, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I saw your counter note. I know I heard 48 points in the paint to their 28 points in the paint. So mm -hmm. um, uh, our second chance points, we had 17 fast break points. We had 20 um, bench points. We had 18, which is about the same as them. They had 15 bench point. So, I mean, that's pretty solid. Mm -hmm. uh, total rebounds. So we did out rebound them fairly well because we had 41 total and they only had 30. Um, we had 14 offensive boards and 27 defensive boards, which really is a lot better than I thought we would have because one of my negative notes was that we were not blocking out. Um, yes. Because the first pips of the season. Yep. Glad you, found, glad you found the feed. Yeah, welcome, Matthew. But yeah, I'll, I'll say real quick that our, our rebounds were a lot better than I thought they would be. Because yeah, I, swear, I agree. I swear there were a few times where I felt like I was watching, no offense, junior high girls basketball, where like instead of blocking out, everyone was just jump, like trying to jump up. And I'm like, yeah. That doesn't help if you're not like go, yeah. you know, blocking the guy out behind you. Like it's not just a contest so you can jump the highest. Anyways, that was kind of irritating me. Um, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Watching it live, I felt the same. I felt like we just weren't getting any rebounds, especially offensively. Like I, I thought our offensive rebounds were going to be absolute like single digits shite. I really did. I really did. <laughs> and I was really pleased when I saw a fourteen. I was like, 
Okay. All right. Um, fouls, we had 17, which we did have less than them because they had 20. So that's nice. Hmm. Um, we had 24 turnovers, which is not my favorite. I don't like that. In the 20s, I don't like that one bit. Don't like that at all, especially since uh, we only forced 19. They only had 19 yeah. turnovers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't like that. Nope. Um, nope. Steals, we had six, which is pretty good. Um, they also had six. On blocks, we only had two. They had six, y'all. Six blocks. I, I was I was shocked about that, but you know, it, uh, it, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because and I'll say this because, man, every time we went up with trying to lay up the ball, some one of them would just come up behind them and just the ball away from behind, yeah. like just come up behind them and sneak up and just boom, ball away. I'm like, what uh, happened to being aware, aware, ball security, talking on off? Like, I mean, yeah, I, I will say. I'll, <clears throat> out of our two blocks, Gavin had one of them, and it was literally like, in my opinion, like Sports Center top ten. Oh, it was a monster! So that, I put that in my feats of straight monster. It was insane. So I'm gonna use that to segue into our game leaders. So, <clears throat> and I didn't even hear if they announced a Pilgrim's Pride Player of the Game. Last I'm pretty night. sure. I'm pretty sure they did. We were just concerned with getting down by the court so that we could try and. High five yeah. the team, and it didn't happen because they didn't even come up again. That that that's uh, that's a great. I'll save that for later. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, but anyhow, obviously it had to be Gavin. He got a double double. He had twenty four points, ten rebounds. Um. He also he had something in every every line of a set of. He um, did. He yeah. did. He had two assists, one block, one steal. Carrie paid um, attention. It was Gavin. Okay, thank you, Carrie, for the thanks, Kata. Appreciate you. Yeah. Um, he took three charges in that game last night. He did. He um, wasn't the only one either, but he but he took three himself. Yeah. yeah. Which I will say they did call um, – they gave him a flop warning one time. And whenever I watched it back, he, he definitely did flop. You, oh, he did. Okay. So, again, seeing it in real time, it, it didn't seem like it was a flop because it just – again, it was happened so fast. So, when you watch it back yeah. – I see. Okay. But you know what? Three out of four. He took the man took three charges. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll let it go. We'll let it go. Yeah, we'll give him that. Um, then we have Rati had 18 points, three rebounds, four assists. Rati played really well. Um, and he shot really well. He was two of three from the three-point line. Um, seven of twelve field goal. Uh Calvin had 12 points, eight rebounds, one assist. Um, I think he made a yeah, he was one for one from the three-point line. Calvin was. Mm -hmm. um, and then Jalen, uh, my favorite was when Gavin got a flop, not going to lie, LOL. Yeah. Yeah, whenever – yeah, okay, she said from her angle did – yeah. Yeah. When I, when I watched <laughs> back, I was like, yeah, he did flop. Okay, yeah. And see, it, 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 in real time on our side, like on, on our side, for some reason, I think there was somebody in the way. I don't know if it was the ref or a player. It, I didn't see the, the flop. Yeah. Oh, I saw – all I heard was Gavin, boom, hit the, you know, hit the court. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Who, you know, uh, yeah, I, was getting, um, I was getting hyped up about it, but yeah. And then I will say our, our fourth high scorer was Jalen um, in his first game. He got eight points. Look at you go. Look so, at you. Yeah. Look yeah. You. 
I will say, I will make a note though. Um, the LSU Alexandria guys. Um, well, I'll save that. I'll, I'll save that for for my anger. I'll save <laughs> my anger. I'll save that for my anger bits. Okay. My my anger bits. Um, which okay. brings- yeah, I'll let you start off with the feats of strength. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, see, and that's the thing. We, I didn't see a smirk because he. I think he was probably facing your yeah. side of, of the court care. So that makes sense. Um, okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's kind of just roll right into yeah. our feats of strength. So, yes, we are doing feats of strength and, of course, our other favorite category again this year because why the hell not? But first yeah. off, we have um, – First off, we have the, the amazing aspect of our team this year. I think it's really going to save us in a lot of critical times, especially when <clears throat> Calvin has too many freaking fouls. <laughs> you know, um, when Calvin, Gavin get too many fouls, the fact that we have such a deep four yesterday, four, not a good start. Not a good start, Calvin. The fact that we have such a deep bench. And when I say deep, I thought last year we had a deep bench. This year, we have a deep bench. Can I just say, can I just say, out of the, how many how many guys we have on the team, um, I think the literally the only person that didn't get in the game was. Well, they all played. They all played minus, obviously, Nigel and, and Russell. Yeah. I literally mean, like, the only two guys that can't play at the moment. Everybody else played. Right. Everybody else played. And it wasn't just like they were in for like two minutes, you know, one minute here, one minute here. No. The only person that had a three or two. Okay, so Derek played for three and Diego played for two. Everybody else had pretty good minutes. Jamel right. played for seven. Uh, Jonathan only played for three. Yes. Uh, Jules played for four. I mean, Day-Day, he played for 16 minutes. Yeah. Day-Day played more than Jalen did, which – I guess yeah. it really surprised me also because I, I think, like we were saying earlier, we were kind of, I guess we were kind of surprised that Jalen started, but more just not talent wise. We just weren't sure if he was going to be ready. He didn't have as many minutes because maybe he's still just not completely ready to get all the minutes like physically. You know what I mean? Well, well don't forget. He also, he also left the game for a long period of time. That's true. That's true. Yeah. When he well, had and so, and so they needed obviously right, someone yeah. to come in. So I feel like Day Day and and yeah. Jules and all them were those guys that came in for him. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. So Day Day had sixteen. Nana had twelve. Latrell had seventeen. Yeah. For God's sakes. Um, and then, yeah, Jalen had twelve. David had thirty. Um, which is great. Love that from David too. Calvin had 28. Rati had 36, which he had the most minutes out of everybody. And and Gavin had 30. So again, I mean, like everybody who suited up who could play played, which I love. The fact we have such a deep bench is making me giddy inside. Um, I just have to give a quick shout out, and I'm sure Jacqueline will probably uh, hopefully co-sign this. Latrell, holy shit. Latrell, Dede, freaking Jules, even Jam- even even uh, Jamel. I mean, I am shocked as shit. First of all, Latrell Jossel, he had only six points, but like we've said before, a lot of times it doesn't always equate to points on the board. He played for 17 minutes, and he played. When I say he played, he played yeah. for 17 minutes. 
He was in there for 17 minutes, creating plays, passing, guard. I mean, he was killing it. Same thing with Day-Day. Day-Day, he had only two points, but he had five rebounds. Five rebounds. Yeah, he did. Okay, you know what? I had made a little section for us to give thoughts on the new players, but since we're already kind of here now, we'll just we'll just oh, keep going through. But my bad. Okay, yeah. No, you're good. So yeah. So on Latrell, at f- listen, at first I was kind of like I wasn't sure because at the beginning he was shooting some. That's easily more than he played in any game at Kansas last season, probably. Probably so. So Latrell at first was shooting a lot of long threes, like mm-hmm. some long threes, and was not making them. Then he came, then he kind of got got his groove and he finally made one. Then he made a really long one. So yes. he ended up two of six from the three-point line, but I, I feel like it just took him a minute to kind of get in. So, Maybe just settling down, first yeah. game, you know. I'm forward to see him more there. Uh, so Jadrian, like we were saying, he got he got almost the most minutes out of the new guys. Uh, the five rounds, he got three assists. He was so good. happy about Day Day. So he happy about Day Day. Really good. And uh, a note that I made later on, but I'll mention now since I'm talking about him. Um, whenever, whenever we so, okay, we forgot to mention this earlier on, but. At Meet the Jacks, they mm-hmm. have players sit at various tables. Um, so our two players that we had at our table were Derek and Sedadrian. So we were kind of asking them questions, um, which poor, poor Day Day, whenever he sat down, we, you know, we, we were kind of trying to talk to him and he, he, he made some comment about that he, he was just kind of shy around people he didn't know or whatever. And Alex is like, well, you picked the wrong, t- you got assigned to the wrong table today. Like, yeah. sorry, Bob. Because we're, we're not shy one bit. We're going to, like, literally, he sat down two minutes later. Once we had a moment to break, I literally stood up. I was like, hi, I'm Alex. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, he got, he got broken in. But uh, one of the questions he, I asked. But he did I, know who we were. He did know who we were. He did. He said he that knew he knew who we were. Episodes. I know. I was, I was like, I was like, hey, you know, like, oh, and we do bad. He's like, oh, yeah, I know. I'm like, oh. And he okay. even mentioned that I had said his name correctly so he did so he paid attention took a stab in and I got it right um Mm -hmm. one of the questions I asked him was I said who who out of like the returning players on the team do you kind of feel has been your best mentor like who's kind of taking you under their wing or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, and he said Calvin so then whenever I was watching the game last night I was not surprised to see how well he meshed and I felt like I could see him and Calvin had really good chemistry. Yeah. And I mean, there was one point where he gave, he gave Calvin like a really good alley-oop or something. He did. He did like a nice pick and roll almost. Yeah. And I was like, well, okay. I'm not, I'm not surprised because I had, I had asked him that. So that's always nice to see. Um, yeah, absolutely. So new, not that he's new, but this is the first time we've seen him play Jalen. Like I was just, blown out of the water I really was mm-hmm. uh, by him the whole game um like right right out of the gate second half he makes a three-pointer yeah and on the other end of the court he steals then comes down and makes an and one and like like Alex is saying he played nice defense the whole yeah game. I mean um, like you said he stole the ball he was playing good defense he was in people's faces I mean he was 
he looked like he had been playing college college ball for years. Like he he was he was very much he was ready to go. Let's just say that he was ready to go. Yeah, um, and I think also even though he you know didn't get to play last year, he still had a year to learn the system and see watch. the plays and how we do stuff mm-hmm. and mesh with the guys. And I think that all really helped. So that was awesome. Um, Agreed. Joel's I was super impressed with too. Like I, f- I feel like there's a lot more we're going to see there. I mean, he didn't play that much yesterday, four minutes, but um, right, right. He still made, uh, he had a nice to Jonathan. He did. He did. And he had a couple, he had a rebound. He had he um, a, a fast break assist. Yeah. 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 He had a steal. I mean, so he, for the four minutes he was in, he played well for those four minutes again. Yeah. You know, same thing with with uh, with Jonathan. He was only in for three minutes, which I was really kind of in shock and talked. We didn't see him for more minutes. That's yeah. okay. That's okay. Again, first game of the season. Maybe we'll see him play more tomorrow night. Um, yeah, but, they didn't put him in the whole second half, and I don't I don't really know why. And yeah, that was he, one of his first comments. He's like, "Why yeah. didn't Why didn't we get to see a coup in the second half?" I'm like, "I don't I don't know." These are great questions. He I mean, asks me these questions, though, like I know the answer, and I'm like, right. Everybody does. I mean, he had he had two rebounds. He had two uh, two blocks. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. He had two turnovers. Well, he turned over the ball. Okay. He had two rebounds. He had three points in four minutes. That's not bad. Well, it's not bad. Three minutes. Yeah, he only played for three minutes, the poor guy. Um, and then, of course, you have uh, Jamil, who played for a total of seven minutes um, and didn't score any points. But in those seven minutes, rebounds. Two rebounds. Yeah, exactly. Two rebounds. You looked promising. Um, uh, with Derek and Diego, both, uh, they just, they both need a little more time and I need to see them a little bit more, you know? Agreed. Agreed. Um, and we saw during, during Jack Madness that we know Diego has a three ball. Like, yeah. And I told, I told that last night. Um, we know he has it in his back pocket. Like, he is, can do it. It is hard. And this is one note that I'll, I'll kind of make. Um, because dad and I discussed this at length constantly, but we did again last night and had to kind of explain to mom our like thoughts on this. But really, even the last couple of seasons, I feel like we haven't really had just like a straight shooter, like a straight mm-hmm. like three point shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's kind of hard because with with the way that Keller likes to play defense, it's kind of hard to recruit just like a pure shooter who plays defense like he wants. True. Mom was like, well, I just don't understand if you're, I mean, you can't play defense if you're a shooter. And we're like, that's not the point. It's not that it's not that they don't play defense, but I was explaining it to her. I was like, look at me and dad. Like when dad and I played, both of us were like just a pure outside shooter most or a lot of like pure shooters kind of have like a small build. So while they may have the speed to be fast, to get back and get an easy steal, they're not going to have the size and the strength that you would like to have on defense on every possession. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, On every possession. Yeah. It's just kind of hard. So anyway, I feel like maybe that's why Diego hasn't gotten the playing time that we would like to see from him yet. But I also think he hopefully he will. I think he will. I think I think he will. 
I also think I don't know exactly when he was added to the team, though. I feel like he was almost like a late arrival as well. So no, I don't he know. Was, he was very late. He was one of the last ones that I saw. Yeah. So I don't know exactly. And Diego, if you're listening, holy hell, please tell us. Like, I don't we don't know exactly when you joined the team. Um, because all we did was we looked online and boom, there you were. So, I mean, it wasn't, you know what I mean? So it's, it, yeah. you know, let us, let us know what you come on the podcast. I don't know. Um, <laughs> he seems like really cool. Okay. Um, let's, let's keep going through the feats of strength. Yeah. First off, Nana shooting and hitting threes. Um, oh yeah. What is that? And Caleb was correct. He did look stronger on defense. Very much. He really did. Because I know, I know there were a few times, like, he came down with a rebound and was like, no, I got it. Like, nobody. Well, this is my ball, it. baby. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Nana. He, um, he, he bulked up. He yeah, bulked he up. Did. I mean, he's still thin. Oh, but, yeah. But he did have a little bit. I will say, though, funny note, because I told Dad this, too. There, there was a dude sitting in front of us. Don't know who he was. Whoever. Um, and I made a comment. Oh, my God. I can't believe Nana made that three-pointer. Look at him make that three-pointer. And he, like, turned around to be like, he's been shooting three since he was eight years old. And I'm like, okay, well, I've been watching him since I was in high school. And this is the first time I've seen him made two threes in a game. So, just saying. More um, like there. Um, yeah. He was – he was two of two from the three-point line. I don't feel like I think I think there was one game last year where he made one three, where he was one for one. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen him a hundred percent on more than one no. attempt three-pointer. No, same. So, um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so we already talked about how the fact you can get purple lights from Fredonia Brewery at William R. Johnson. All you have to do. So this is a feat of strength for me because um, obviously. Again, they pay our bills. We love Fredonia Brewery. So make sure that when you go to the game that you order a Fredonia Brewery. Fredonia Brewery. Oh, I'm terrible at getting this thing like, there we go. Fredonia Brewery. Purple Lights. Um, I don't have any with me because I've drinking them all. I drank them all. Um, but on Thursday, hopefully I'll uh, – actually, I didn't finish my beer at the game on th- on last night, so I literally was just walking outside of William R. Johnson. Like, this was just a normal day, uh, just still drinking my beer. And then I got up to where all the UPD officers were standing, and I was like, oh, shit, with my half can full of beer. And then <laughs> – You just got to fake it till you make it. No, I know. I was like, I don't think cupcakes going to do anything, but it just made me laugh, and so I stuck it in my purse. And I was like, ugh. Just kidding. Anyway, so yeah, make sure you guys, when you go to the game, you order Fredonia Brewery, uh, Purple Lights. You can either get it at the concession stand or you can obviously order it from your seats app. Order it, drink it, love it. I mean, it's very comparable to like a Michelob Ultra or, you know, a Miller Lite, Coors Light. It's literally pretty much the similar, the same thing. So if you like those, you're going to love this. Easy to drink, easy to drink. Yeah, it is. And it is easy. Even if you don't have much of a palate for beer, like myself, I mean, right. I can sit here and drink one easily and not be like, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's light. It's, it's, it's the perfect beer for like a sporting event. Cause you can have multiple and not feel like you're going to fall down over drunk at a best. We're you like, know what I mean? Yeah. We're like heavy, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, I also thought we played really fast basketball moments, like in transition, like, you know, and we're used to seeing that from us. And so when I saw us still playing really quickly, fast in transition, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Colin, where are the fans at? Go, Serena. (laughs) We're going to 
talk about it. We weren't as many as we were wishing for, but you know what? Listen, Sunday better have a good crowd because it is the weekend. It is a big game. Better be some people there. I'm telling you, if it's not, it's a big game, like Jacqueline said. Um, It's a two o'clock game. So it's perfect timing. You're out of church. You know, it's a Sunday. You still have time to do Sunday fun day afterwards. You can drink at the you can drink at the game. That's your Sunday fun day. Ridiculous. This is your Sunday fun day plans. Literally. Um Come out there, tailgate. Come yeah, out. yeah. Matt said he wants to use to set up a tailgate tent. We're going to go out there and tailgate. So, for God's sakes, facts, facts. <laughs> what Colin said. Facts. Yeah, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Um, okay. Yes. Loved Calvin going in right for a dunk. On oh, the first yes. The first yes. yes Calvin had the ball. He went straight in for a dunk. And I was like, yes, this is what I want to see. That's my oh, boy. Long. Love this me some Calvin. From you, Calvin. Thank yeah. you so very much. That's um, what I want from all of them. I want them to show that like aggressiveness, assertive, like go in there and just don't, I mean, don't like, stutter step. Just go for it, bro. I've said it so many times before, but I'll say it again. You know, my brother and I grew up playing basketball. My dad played basketball. We all love basketball, but like, not, and my brother's tall. He's like six two probably, but like, we're not big people. And when my brother and I watch, yes. When my brother and I watch men play basketball who are huge and are not aggressive on offense, we're like, what the hell are they doing? Like, my brother's like, if I was as big as some of these dudes whenever I played basketball, I would literally be destroying everyone. Like, if you were that big, please, like, knock people over, tear down the rim, Show me some dunks. Like, I want to see it destroy these people. Yeah, I, just I want to see you whip that freaking basket, that rim down. Like, I, I do. I want I want to go in for the jugular. Um, <sighs> we already cool. said Gavin looked awesome on offense, took a ton of charges. Um, we did mention that. Okay, good. So, one nice, and I already talked about Day Day. Uh, mm. One, this is not really bad, uh, game related, but it was really nice to see and I didn't notice it last night, but when I watched it back, um, large angry man. Yeah. Like I want the Hulk to come through the lane and just be busting chops. And Gavin is a big dude. Many people last night on Twitter were all saying, wow, that Kinsman, he's a big dude. I'm like, you're right. He's big. He's bulky. He is a linebacker. He's built for football, but he's playing basketball and he's athletic, like a freaking gazelle. Okay, he can he can do it. I want him to charge into that lane and shove it down their throat. Same. How much is that? How hard is that to ask? But uh, but I did notice this whenever John would play aggressive, but the refs don't. Well, yeah, sometimes. Not, not um, wrong. Not wrong. Yeah. As long as we don't hang on the rim when we dunk, because they really get off on calling that. But they do. They literally get off on their jollies from that. Hundred percent. I think it was. I think it was like one one ref in particular last season who loved to call that on us, but I digress. Anyway, um, whenever I watched back, it was really nice to see there were multiple times that like coming out of the huddle, Nigel was encouraging David and like talking with David and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just, that was nice. Cause you know, it's, I know it's rough for him to be out right now, but um, yeah, it's nice to see when they're still staying 
involved and engaged and like see the chemistry between the two of them. So completely. I agree. Oh, and I, I have one last completely ungame related uh, feat of strength, but made my day. So, <laughs> so whenever we're walking up, whenever I was walking up to the game, so now they have sort of this nice little like courtyard ish area, you know, outside since they have the new performance facility there on the left. So they have a few little like grassy areas and whatnot, but like a cattle mound. there aren't as many uh, doors on the front now that the practice facility kind of comes around part of the front. Um, so the front setup looks different. So I guess they had some additional staff kind of standing out there farther out from the doors to kind of like direct you if you walked up and were confused about where to go or whatever. Um, Cause now I think they only have that one window to the right. If you don't already have your ticket when that, when that house set up or did they still have two? Okay. Anyhow. Um, the same number of, 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 of ticket booths and the same number of front doors. I thought it was less. Nope. They kept all that the same. It just looks different because of that freaking building there. It just looks, it okay. looks like a smaller area, but it's all similar to me, but anyhow, they had people standing out there and <clears throat> I guess they were trying to direct you to wherever you need to go to get your ticket. If you didn't have one. <clears throat> and the lady was like, are you a student? And I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, are you a student? And I was like, no, but bless you for asking me that you just made my whole entire night. Thank you. Love that. Love that. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Oh, Colin. Absolutely. Uh, I will say, I will say seeing the court in person and having everybody in there. Um, and then they repainted the around surround thing with like a, like a grayish color. Um, I will say that I love the way the court looks now. I, I really, I really do. I love it. That was the design I voted for. Oh, me too. hundred percent. Me too. I, I, I love it. I think it looks great. I'm so I wasn't 100% wasn't 100% about the amount of trees but then again seeing it on person I was like not bad I do yeah. like it a lot. No, I love that they use the original primary logo. Love yes. that. I love that they painted the um is it the three point line or the lane that's purple? I think it's inside the three point line but not the lane. Anyway, I love that they did that basically the the yeah, the area around the three point yeah yeah yeah. Um, and I like, I like the trees. Um, well, I like the trees. I was just, wasn't sure if yeah. when we saw the, the, the mock-up of it, the, the small amount of trees, if that would look weird, uh, but it looks good. Yeah. I, I still want the cornhole of that court. Yeah. Uh, me too. Um, yeah, they have that at tailgate. You need to ask lumberjack basketball, maybe tweet Austin Cox. Cause they had it at the lumberjack tailgate. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I like it because it's it's kind of reminiscent of the Oregon court yes. with the trees, but not as overwhelming. Yeah, that's too many trees. I was like hoping for yeah. like a happy medium, it's, but I think yeah. perfect balance. And the, yeah. I mean, we're in the Piney Woods, so I, I think it's perfect. No, yeah. Again, I, I love the aspect of the trees. I just wasn't sure if the fact that there was only like a couple would make it look weird, but it doesn't. It looks fine. Yeah. Looks yeah. great. All right, let's move on to our last little segment here where we talk about the uh, airing of grievances and, of course, the game summaries. So here we go. This begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. You are going to hear about them. Oh, yeah. Okay. First off, defense. Where the hell was it 
And I'm going to go with HEW hockey sticks on this. Where the actual hell was our defense versus, let me check my notes again, LSU Alexandria. Like, we are known for press U. I'm sorry. And we're letting LSU Alexandria wide open threes? I will say they had a few threes that we, like, were completely in their face and they still made. So they got some three-point shooters. But if they're making up with the hand in the face, then you can't give it to them wide open. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that's what got me so irritated. I was like, you can't even guard them when you're literally in their face, but then wide open. And it wasn't just one. It was multiple wide open threes. Yeah. Well, that just shouldn't happen versus a team like that of our caliber and then playing LSU Alexandria. I'm sorry. They may have some shooters, whatever, whatever. I mean, he had number 10. He was four out of seven from the three-point line. Uh, you had number one, who was two of two from the three-point line. I mean, they're, they're, they were shooting 40%, you know, uh, at the three-point line, which, again, isn't amazing, but the ones that – you know, the ones that they were hitting, man, I just felt like they kept hitting, kept hitting, kept hitting. And it was – I wasn't pleased with that. No. Not one not one bit. Not one bit. I was just tossing up the first game jitters too, Carlin, but – We do that a lot, though, I feel like, even we later. We do that a lot, especially versus teams that we should – Annihilate. Yeah, and again, here's the thing. We've said we've discussed this before. The type of defense that we play, we way yes. overplay. So there are going to be times where they get multiple wide open shots. That is expected. I get it. But at the same time, if if you've seen that they are making three pointers when they have a hand in the face, then maybe try to like just communicate better on defense and play better help defense to not give them just a wide ass open three. That's not, but here's my thing again, like I expect it from a team like New Mexico. I expect it from teams like GCU. I expect it when we play teams like Kansas, we play teams like, you know, all these big teams. Like I expect that because they are, you know, they're good teams. Yeah. LSU Alexandria who we beat by 20 last year. I mean, I was just, I was just very, I was underwhelmed with, there were good, there were good sparks, good moments of defense, creating steals, creating destruction, uh, disruption, getting rebounds, getting blocks. You know, Gavin's block was an absolute monster. I felt like he was effing, literally acing the ball. He served that son of a bitch. Like he smacked it so hard. It went clear over across the court, almost hit a cheerleader. Like it was a monster block. Yeah, it was like uh, SFA women's volleyball shit right there. Yes. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I do agree too, Colin, because I think – and I do think that's a natural thing. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of times that I feel like we play up to the level we're playing and Mm -hmm. then we play down to the level of who we're playing. Like if they're not good, we we tend to get a little more – complacent lackadaisical and complacent and a little sloppy yeah it's it's and and you know what and again yes first game uh i i will make a different hopefully different judgment come thursday sunday going into next week we'll see how it goes but i i want to see more out of the defense again like i said they had good sparks they had good moments 
Attention whore is back on the lap. I cannot with him. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. What a weenie. Okay, moving on. Um, yeah, it was a decent crowd, I will say, but it wasn't amazing. The, this this team sh- this team should have this and the women's team both should have sellout crowds. I'm sorry, they yeah. should. Out of all the past successes that the men and especially women last year have had, they should have sellout crowds. And the fact that we can barely fill up one side or the other is, Scotty, is, (laughs) is, is irritating to me. I looked over, I did see more students in the student section, but yet again, the only people that were cheering and yelling were Purple Haze, which is only a few rows of, of, of kids. I will shout out the Delts. They were sitting over to the left of us behind the uh, behind the basket. Shout to the Delts, um, the DTDs. Bless you. Y'all were there. You had a big crowd with you. More of that. We need more of the Greeks out there because those guys and gals get rowdy. So come on, what y'all doing? Yeah. Get get out there. Get out there. Another comment. Where purple? I thought you were gonna say. We wore white last night, We're, and, and by happy coincidence, the team was wearing white too. That was not planned, but shit, it happened. Um, but my, I, I, I am tired. I am absolutely bone tired of looking out into the stands, and I see nothing but other team colors. Um, I see again other team gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm tired of it, man. If you don't have a purple shirt at SFA. Where the hell are you living under a rock? Because I swear, every time when I was turning around at SFA when I was a student, there was free shirt here, free shirt here, free shirt here, free shirt here. Um, absolutely, Carrie. Good to see the delts there. I hope that will catch on with other. I agree 100%, and I hope it does, because I love seeing the delts there. If there were other groups or fraternities there, um, I wasn't didn't know because I mean the delts they came in full force. They had a big group. They had like four flags with them. I mean they were going they were they were they were doing good stuff behind the bench, um, and that that fact true facts like those damn elementary kids are loud as heck. Maybe they'll come on. I don't know. Maybe they'll bring them on Sunday because it's not you know I don't know. And you know what? I think that's really fun for them too. But love um, that. they love that. But yeah, back to the purple and white thing. I just. Like, do you not know where you're coming? Like, do you not know that you're coming to an SFA basketball game when you walk, drive up there and walk in? Like, I don't understand. And like Alex was saying, still now they do free T-shirts for almost everything under the sun. So, like, you've got to have something that's purple or something that says SFA something on it or white that you can accessorize with purple. Like, it's not hard. I just – and please don't come – to the game wearing other teams' stuff. <laughs> I mean, yes, okay, yeah, Colin. I, I yes, I, I, I see, I see what you're saying. I mean, as long as they're there, yeah. But it would be preferable. And I'm, I'm, I'm not asking much. We're not asking much that you just at least wear an SFA shirt. Hell, an SFA shirt. At this point, I don't give a flying fuck if it is tie dyed bright ass pink but if it says sfa on the front cool and you know what you can you can wear the same one for every game you don't have to be like me and think that i have to wear something different to every single game which i still do and i still wear something that's sfa purple or white 
Jacqueline's bougie and has to have a different outfit for every goddamn game. So, I mean, and that's fine. I, I, I will do my best, but I, I will do my best to have, I, the, there's no promises. I'm not that fashionable. <laughs> yeah. I already got them. I already got them planned out. I think I can't remember. I counted the other night. I think I have like 28. That's insane. That's, you're, you're insane. Uh, all right. My next grievance is mansplaining. Here's, here's the thing. Here's my issue. Um, you may not know who we are. That's fine. that's fine. I don't expect everybody under the sun to know who we are. I don't. I don't have a big head. I'm not going to assume that you know my name and that we have a basketball podcast. But here's the thing. We do. I don't need an elderly gentleman to sit in front of me and explain the goddamn game to me. Sir, I know exactly what a block is. I know exactly what a charge is. I know what a three-pointer looks like. I know what a two-pointer looks like. I know when people get fouls what the fouls are. I, I don't need to be explained. Like, I get it. And if that man... I don't know who he was. I don't really care. He had a central heights. I don't care who's listening. I don't want that anymore. I don't want you to turn around and tell me exactly what's happening in the game. I don't. Because I know what's happening in the game. You don't need to correct me. You don't need to correct me. Okay. And if I say, oh, that was a charge or if that was a, 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 a travel and I may have looked at it wrong or see it wrong. Okay. Hand up. Got it. But I know what those are. That's my opinion. Sorry. That's a real housewife's reference, but we're allowed to have our opinions on what we think the calls are, and they are too. Thank you, Colin. Gracias. I, I, we, we don't need mansplaining from a, a middle-aged, not middle-aged, older white man. Don't need it. <laughs> don't. Sorry. I wouldn't, let I'm, me say this. I wouldn't even allow my father to mansplain basketball to me and everything I know about basketball I learned. From my father so I don't even like it when my father does it to me about any sport yeah I'll get irritated I'm like dad literally I've grown up with sports literally in my blood I have scars and shit from sports like I know football I know basketball I know baseball I know hockey I know soccer I know fucking golf for god's sakes I watch curling I mean you <laughs> freaking watch it and I know it so the only sport I know little to nothing is probably tennis, but at least I can follow the freaking match. Um, I, I don't want it. I don't need it. Well, men, if you're listening, if you're around us, you don't need to explain things. And if I have a question or Jacqueline has it, we'll ask. But for most part, we know what the frick is going on on the court. Thank you. Uh, and good night. I have a question. I'm going to text Richard Parton. That's what I'm going to do. Literally, if I have a question, I'm going to ask somebody who knows, who, who knows, like I'm yeah. going to text, you know, a basketball coach. I have many on my fucking speed dial. Okay. Thank you very much. Moving on, moving on. I'll keep going. Um, okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Jacqueline. This is my, we listen, we bragged and bragged about how well Gavin did this game. High point with 24 points. We got to look to more people besides Gavin to score. We got to, I know it was the first game, but I'm just saying, cause that, that was our Achilles heel last season is that teams know we're going to put up 48 points in the paint. Half of those are going to be Gavin's. It's, it's an easy weakness to go for. Cause even last night there were some points where he was being triple teamed, you know, um, so we got to have some other people step up to score. Um, 
There were, listen, and if we're going for points in the paint, last night we we did have a few successful alley-oops. Um, we did. Towards the end of the game, we did. We made several, like, attempts at lob passes into the lane that did not go. No. Um, so if you're going to give a lob pass, we got we got to work on that. Uh, it was not good. Um I do, and I do have one other little small grievance with Gavin. This is just my opinion, so y'all take it however you will. It is totally a personal opinion of my own um, that has nothing to do with the way he plays. I do not love his little delay of game BS with the referees shit that he does. Like, there were – I didn't notice it last night, but when I watched it back today, there was one time where – he didn't, he didn't like the call and it wasn't for us. So he just set the ball down on the ground when the ref is standing right there by him. And then there was another time that he didn't like the call. So he just like kind of kicked it, not like kicked it, but like, like swiped it with his foot out of the way instead of like picking it up and giving it to them. I just don't like that. I don't, my father was a referee. So my brother and I were raised to like be very respectful and helpful to the referees and I just, I just think it's disrespectful and there's just no point. Like you're putting forth more effort to make it more difficult. And if the ref really wanted to be a stickler, they could call delay of game on that kind of stuff. You know? Oh, absolutely. I'm surprised that he didn't, to be fair. On the setting it down, maybe not, but on the like swiping it off with your foot. I mean, because then they have to go over there and get the ball. And it's like, just why are you trying to? It just seems petulant to me. Like you're trying to make it more difficult. Not every call is going to go your way and that's okay. You can be mad about it and that's okay too. Uh, but like, just, I just don't like it. I just don't like that. Um, there's that. Uh, I think we already mentioned the no band. We don't know why there was no band. I don't know if we did, but we, but we can quickly. Uh, yeah. Uh, where, where was the boring bus saw pep band? I'm confused. I mean, bad. They were just, they were MIA. Literally the first thing I walked down to the, to the stands and I turn and I look at Jacqueline's dad and we look at each other and I, I was like, where's the pep band? And he looks at me, he goes, I was about to ask you the same thing. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not an LNB. I don't know these things. He goes, you know everything. I'm like, no, I know. Yeah. Because literally when I walked out, he came at me about the Astros game and I, no, 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 no. He had a lizard. Martin. No, no. Today. He had a list of them, but no, the first thing a list of grievances for me. First thing when I walked down that he said is, "Well, where's the band at?" Uh, that is why it was extra cry on TV, oh, calling one hundred percent. I'm like, I don't know where the band is, and he's like, "Well, you're you're on the alumni board. You should know these things." That's what he said. I'm like, alumni board band. They're I'm like, you think they give us updates on all this stuff? No, we don't know. Um, I do got to make one other fun. I got to make a funny comment about my dad while we're on the topic. But so yesterday <laughs> I leave Alex and I had a meeting at the alumni association, leave from there to go to my parents' house to whatever, kill time while she got changed for us to go up to the game. Yeah. It was like, what time was it? It was like five, like 10, maybe. Five, yeah. Five, 15, five, 10. Yeah. When I pull onto the street, here comes Dr. Ed Farron walk, walking, doing his walk. So I rolled down the window because I knew that he had gotten seats right behind my dad, which quick little shout out to, I, I think he talked to Alex Baylor, but anyway, he had tried to get his tickets online and the seats behind my dad's, it showed that they were not available and that there were like none available. 
nearby. And I was like, so dad's texting me. And I'm like, I don't think that's right. Tell him to just call up there, ask for Alex Baylor or for Chris. They'll get it situated. So sure enough, he called up there and got fixed. Anyway, so I rolled down the window to be like, hey, see you at the game later, you know, whatever. And he's like, well, you already missed your dad and John Alvin. I'm like, an hour and 15 minutes early, these men went up there to the game. Yeah. They had to have been one of the first people in there because the doors didn't even open until 530. I mean, I don't even know if the doors were open when they got there. Like, yeah, no, probably not. They probably were waiting by the door. Is what I'm, like, they were probably literally like, waiting by the door. They were ready, man. They were ready. I mean, and they were more ready than we were. And then he had to make a comment about, because I had told him that they started charging for parking this year. That's and, probably why they got there early. And so then he's like, well, we weren't going to pay $10 a park. So he's like, you know, by the time we parked at the post office and walked up there and I'm like, you could have waited and rode with me and I have a, I have a parking permit. And he's like, well, no, I mean, it doesn't bother me to walk. I'm like, then why are you complaining about it? So I'm sorry. Wait a minute. <laughs> they leave early and go park at the post office. And he, was, he was being facetious saying it was that far away. Oh, I was like, if you get there early enough, dad, you could probably park on the street. He was exaggerating about how far away they had to park. Oh, my God. I was like, yeah. I was about to sit here and shit my pants. I'm like, literally, Richard, what the f I could have swung by and picked you up on my way because it's right by the post office. Oh, they got there mega early. Like, they oh, that's funny. Yeah. Diehards is is. Uh, understatement of the year. You know, they're so afraid they're going to miss anything. Like, don't know why there wasn't much to miss, babe. There was no see, band. There's no like, game show. But they got to see the pre warm up, warm up, so that they know ahead of time what's going on and who's out there, or who's in street clothes, whatever. Anyway, God, um, Richard, whatever. Um, so yeah, no band, no stats on the board, but I will say we were we were irritated at the beginning, but I found out later via Twitter, again, find out a lot via Twitter after the fact, but apparently they were having some issues and technical difficulties with Dactronics boards in general, which makes sense because there was a point during the game when I looked up and like the literally the big screen was like slowly fading yeah. to black and I was like, Ugh! What is going on? This is creepy. And then it just went to black and then it popped back on a second later. So I, I feel like they were just having some technical issues with the yeah. boards. And so it, it makes sense now. And I mean, it's fine. We can see the stats later. But yes, obviously, hopefully those will be fixed by uh, tomorrow night so that we can check out the stats as the game is going. And yes, you, you're you correct, Colin. That is that is the highlight of their day. Yeah. Um, and then my last issue and Jacqueline will agree with this one is I, I we were very upset very upset and this is this is a call out to the entire basketball team I don't care if you listen or not you're gonna get tagged in this so maybe you'll watch it later um I'm very we're very upset we were expecting some handshakes and high fives after the game now that COVID can suck it you know last year we couldn't do nothing couldn't couldn't high five you couldn't hug you couldn't nothing handshake nothing post game and that's all we were waiting for. But lo and behold, you walk over to where all the damn rich people sit that buy, that buy floor seats and you, you gave them all high fives and hugs over there shaking hands and kissing babies. And then you leave us freaking peasants over here with nothing. Yeah, the peasants want to tell you good game too. See, Carrie wanted high fives too. See, see. So 
if you could please, this is just a, a very humble request. Yeah. Make rounds around because not only were us nerds waiting for high fives and handshakes, uh, but so were a bunch of kids. I saw there was a yeah. bunch of kids coming down. Uh, hoping to come over and get high fives and handshakes. And that's what I was going to say too, is for one, the students, especially if y'all want the students to come to your games and support you, then like reciprocating a little bit of like, Hey, thanks for coming and giving them the opportunity to like, tell you you had a good game. I mean, like help help me help you. You know what I mean? Um, I'm done right now with this comment from Carrie. Off (laughs) topic. (laughs) <laughs> MLM. Oh my God. Okay. But for oh. real though, I need some joggers because I like joggers too. Okay. And I think it goes back to COVID when they all were like in joggers. And I think that's just something that they're just going to continue. I, I don't think that they, they may go back to suits at some point, but I, I think that that may be something that stays. And I do like joggers, but I'm going to say a little, maybe I'm a little old school on this, but like, I want to see them wearing suits. To I do like the joggers. They did look good, and that's nice. And since it was the first game, be casual, be comfy, whatever. Um, listen, I'm going to be rolling in comfy AF tomorrow. 100% comfy tomorrow. 100%. Three games this week. Yeah. Uh, however, like, I like to see them dressed up every once in a while. Like Maybe like big games dress up. Yeah, maybe that's just yeah. me. But like whenever whenever I was in junior high and high school, our boys basketball coach, well, one of them that we had, the other one was he was uh, pretty casual. But uh, one of them, like he required the guys to wear a button-up shirt and a tie mm-hmm. to all of the game days. Mm-hmm. Um, the mm-hmm. games, they had to be dressed up. And I like that. So I hope they do dress up. I, I, I like that too. You know, and they, they may show up dressed up. I don't know. You know, honestly, I will, I, if they don't go back to suits, I will be sad because, damn it, there's no way that Keller's going to be able to rip off stuff and throw it across the court. Because that was the funniest part when Keller would get so mad and he would he oh my god when he was at Lamar I will always talk about this because it is the funniest Keller moment for me right when he got so irritated and pissed off at the refs that he literally dug dug his nails into his freaking head and started bleeding and then he rips off his suit jacket chunks it and the tie in one swift motion all chunks it across the court gets teed up i about died absolutely yeah. and utterly died well, and a pullover is not going to be yes postens am i saying am i saying it correctly i feel like yeah you said post malone postens yeah i'm okay. pretty sure yeah we, our guys always had to wear a suit and tie I believe so did ours too in uh in in high school and junior high as well. So I, I feel like that's pretty so all the guys end up learning how to tie ties. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, moral of the story, uh please come give us high fives and handshakes after the game. That's all that's all we ask. That's all the all of us ask. Love you. Thank you very much. All right, let's finish this up. So one game summer or uh one word to describe the entire game analysis. So um my one word was meh. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. It was just kind of, it was a first game, like we said before, probably had some jitters. But also keep this in mind, we only have technically, I mean, if you want to get real with this, we only have like 
four or five, maybe like re actual returning. Do like we have the four guys who started Calvin, David, Rati, and Gavin. Um, and then we have most of the guys have never played with us before. You know, Nana, yes. Nigel, he's still on the bench because he has a hurt hand. Jalen didn't play last season. So we really have to consider that the majority of the rest of the team is all brand new dudes. So definitely some stuff to work on, especially on defense, but it wasn't a horrible game. I thought our offense looked real good. Um, just really have to clean some stuff up on defense for me. So it was, it was met. It, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't bad. It was hoping for something a little bit better and more exciting um, tomorrow night. And of course on Sunday. So Jacqueline. Yeah, definitely Sunday. If we're going to save it, save it for Sunday. But, Please. Um, mine, uh, and for the same reason that Alex gave, mine was inconsistent. But, I mean, to be fair, for the first game, I totally expect it to be a little inconsistent because we're, we're, we have a new group of guys. We're kind of trying to give everybody a little bit of moment on the court and see kind of who meshes well together and get the kinks out and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I, I, was, I was just trying to look – for yeah. so many different words and couldn't find the one that I wanted. Cause I, I was trying to think of something that's like, it wasn't, it wasn't great, but it, there, there were like flashes of promising stuff. 100%. Um, 100%. So I just went with inconsistent, but it, it's definitely, there's a lot of, there's a lot of potential there. Of course. Um, yeah. I mean, Carrie, a lot, I mean, we have an, an, almost an entire new team. I mean, if you want to think about it, like I said, there's only a few guys who are returning and then all the rest are new blokes. New new Gizas, Carrie. Um, but yeah, Colin, yeah, Mez, right, uneventful, underwhelming. There were moments of good stuff. Like, let's not be too hit. There were moments of really good stuff. But yeah, there were a couple moments, a couple instances, a couple plays, a couple uh, situations and things going on on the court where I was like, Ooh, let's clean this up, please. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, coming up, like we talked about many times, we have a game tomorrow night versus Mary Harden Baylor. Um, we were going to play a different team. They had to cancel for unbeknown reasons, don't know. But we did. We were able to fill it with Mary Harden Baylor tomorrow night, 630 at home. Make sure that you guys are there for that. If you can, if you can't, give your tickets away to somebody else that can. Uh, Mary Harden Baylor, they are the AC. ASC men's basketball division champions from 2021, whatever the hell that means. I'm pretty sure Mary Harden Baylor is like a division three team. Whatevs. That's fine. At least we have someone to play and it's good practice exhibition style. We'll take it at this point. Whatevs. Because the real thing, the real game, the real enchilada that we really need to practice for and get prepared for is on Sunday. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Mary Harden Baylor is very small. I went very small. So I went to a church camp there whenever I was in like sixth or seventh grade. Church camp. Yeah, uh, it was a, ba a Baptist church camp. Yeah, there. So it's a it's a private Christian. School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's connected to. Baylor somehow, but obviously like a small sure, probably. It's my, my, it's my, yeah, and, you know, and, and I know I know about Mary Harden Baylor because of football. I know they have a really really good Division three football team. I know absolutely zilch negative ten about the basketball team and the program. So we'll we'll see how it goes tomorrow night. Don't know. Um, we'll we'll know when you know. Uh, and then of course on Sunday at two o'clock is our. One of our bigger games of the year, uh, non-conference especially wise, we're playing South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits. 
The Jackrabbits are coming here again, two o'clock on Sunday. The Jackrabbits are from the Summit League, uh, which obviously is also a Division One team. Uh, they're from Brookings, South Dakota. And of note, we definitely do not like the fact that on their jersey, it says what, Jacqueline? Yeah, I was about to say, they better not be wearing a jersey that says Jacks on the front or I will lose my mind. Yeah, I know. Like, do not come into our house wearing something that says Jacks. Don't do it. Oh, I know. Don't start a I will start an absolute riot. Um, but yeah, so they're they're coming in on Sunday. This is a big, big game. Please, 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 please come on out to the game. Um, we need to pack the stadium out. This is going to be a huge game for us. We need to have a good showing. Um, they've they've been pretty pretty successful uh, recently, especially in the 2010s. They've gone to the NCAA tournament. Uh, one, two, three, four, five times in the last uh, 10, 11 years. And I mean, yeah, they've had first round and second round uh, losses, but they have played the number three, number four, number five, number one, and number five teams. So they are a pretty good team. So we're this is going to be a challenge for us most definitely. Um, yeah, it is an exciting week of men's basketball. Thanks, Colin. Appreciate you telling us we're killing it. You're killing it. Hope you can come out to a game soon, friend. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. We're excited. So, of course, last but not least, just like what you see scrolling across the bottom of our screen here, we cannot, and we cannot, and I mean not, forget to give a shout out to our favorite uh, plate dealers, My Plates. Uh, do not forget that whenever you purchase a My Plates from the obviously my plate store. So myplates.com. When you buy a five year personalized purple SFA plate from my plates, SFA athletics takes in almost $250 from that purchase. It's a fun, easy way to support your jacks. Uh, SFA makes great money on every type of SFA plate, SFA plate though, even the one year background only, which is only 50 bucks, 50 bucks, Jacqueline. Did you know that? Oh my God. Oh my God. This is literally being so ridiculous. I'm over here trying to do an ad for freaking for my plates and we're checking out kitty cats. Okay. So anyway, when we're talking about my plates, don't forget that anytime you purchase a my plates SFA, even if it's just background only, it supports the athletics department. You can get one year, three year, five year terms. You can move plates from vehicle to vehicle. I mean, hell, you can even put this on layaway. If it's too expensive, you can put it on layaway and pay it off over time. I mean, Christmas is coming up. Trying to think of a really cool gift for, for friends or family. This is it. We love our my plates. We love them. And if you ever see us driving through town, you know it's us because mine says me, Alex, not meal licks. How many times I've had to correct people? It is me, Alex, me, Alex. And of course, Jacqueline says parton. So parton, me, Alex. Huh, shaka. Anyway, um, man, we are so excited for the season. As you can tell, we're excited to get back to doing these. Um, and we just cannot wait for the rest of the season. It's going to be a wild ride. Um, I have one last note. Kyle, if you're watching, Wax who Wax. The Whiskey Sprite is hitting. Um, 
from Whack Hoops Digest. This is, uh, this is for you. Uh, I'm going to need you to start spelling Nacogdoches correctly. Oh. Yeah. Final in Nicogdoches. But he fixed it. My well, apologies. Yeah, he, just, he, he forgot the G. The he forgot the G. He forgot the G. But damn, I was laughing so hard at that. I was like, <laughs> Easy corrected himself. That was nice. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what? I will say while while you're on the topic of that. So when I watched the game back on ESPN, ESPN Plus tonight, whenever he pulled up the game, it said SF Austin. But then, like actually during the game when they had the score up, it just said SFA. So it's like they've got it halfway fixed, which is not all the way. Son of a bee. You know I like when I you find the listing for it, it says SF Austin, but then during the actual game, it said SFA. So I'm like, you got it halfway right. What? I don't know. That's ridiculous. Um, I will. Lastly, before we log off here in a second here, Peyton uh, wrote us real fast. I don't know if he's been watching or if he's been tuning in every once in a while, but he did say uh, he does have a grievance. He said, I've watched nearly every SFA sporting event this season and y'all show is the only time is the first time I remember seeing a Purple Lights Fund ad. I mean, we don't even, I mean, we're not even, we're not even connected to the athletic department. We just, we just know that it's a good way to support the team and support the athletics. We're just and trying to support. We're just trying to do our part. Finger guns. All right. We should be making commission off of something. Just kidding. Wally, you hear that? <laughs> anyway. Okay. So don't forget tomorrow game at 630 at home. Make sure you get there early because of parking. Um, make sure that you set time aside to come on Sunday at two o'clock. It's a two o'clock game. So you come in Sunday morning, come for the game. Only a couple hours. Leave. You're still home in time for, you know, Sunday night football. It's good to go. Good to go. Even if you're coming in from Dallas or Houston, it's a two o'clock game on a Sunday. Bring the kitties along. It's a yeah. cheap ticket. It's a fun time. Just do it. And we're playing South Dakota. Like it's a good game, man. Hey. Anyway. All right. So thank you for joining us tonight on Pardon Me, Alex. We appreciate you. We're excited for the rest of the season. Uh, cannot wait to talk more Lumberjack basketball with y'all. And as always, have some jacks. With Alex and Jax. Night. <laughs>